Hello and welcome to the Sailorville Church Parenting Podcast. Our goal is to partner with parents to find biblical solutions to real-life issues. Hey, welcome to the Parenting Podcast. My name is Jared Leonard. I'm your host, and I am joined by my wife, Alyssa Leonard. Hi. Yet again. Hey, we're sorry. Uh, It's been so long. The topic uh, for January was family devotions. Uh, and we're, we were really excited about that topic, but unfortunately, uh, the people we were, the guests we we're going to have on, their sickness prevailed in their home and in our home. So we are planning to still record that at some point and, and put it, push it out there, but unfortunately, we weren't able to do that uh, through the month of January. So uh, we're just jumping into today's topic, which is preparing my kids to share their faith preparing my kids to share their faith. And like I said, I've got my beautiful wife here with me, and our special guests are Abe and Jesse Miller. Hey, Hey, everybody. We're here. (laughs) And uh, would you guys just mind sharing maybe the ages of your kids? Sure, I can do that. Our oldest son, Isaac, is 19. Um, Then we have Claire. She is 17. Oh, she just turned 18, actually. Yeah, she she's an adult. Sorry, Happy birthday. I forgot that. Um, Maddie's 16, Zeke is 14, and Lucy is 13. So we had them really close together. <laughs> <laughs> Not the wisest decision, but that's what God decided. That's a different yeah. podcast. Uh, we'll share that. In a, maybe, a, maybe we'll have you back in a different podcast okay. to share that story. <laughs> And uh, if, if you stick around to the end, we'll actually be sharing, or uh, we'll be hearing from, from two of their children. So stick around for that, and they're going to be sharing their experience of sharing their faith um, at, at the end of this podcast. So uh, let's just jump right in. Uh, question number, win- number one, your kids have all attended public uh, schools, really elementary, high school, all the way through. How or why did you choose public school? Yeah, we, both Jesse and I grew up going to public school. So that's been something that we have just grown up with. That's what we know. That's what we've gone through. And it seemed to be a really good experience for us. So it really was never. We survived. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't really ever like a. Yeah. That was kind of always on the table. We were going to send them to a public school. Mm. We really weren't going to homeschool because that was not Jesse's passion. And. Christian school, it was too expensive, was one. <laughs> That's a big factor. So we were like, well, five kids, Christian school, probably not going to happen. Yeah. So that was the other option. And we just, we really liked the idea of the kids being in in the darkness on yeah. a lot of levels and really using that as a, a launching point to have conversations with them. Yeah. So, so we knew going into it, like, they're going to experience hard things Mm -hmm. they're going to see and hear things and they're going to come home saying things like we knew that going into it so we knew hey we're going to have to have these conversations it's not going to be squeaky clean yep they're not going to be protected from everything but let's embrace it let's use those and those really have been god divine moments yeah in those conversations which kind of leads into this whole discussion about yeah how you share your faith and how you live it out in the midst of Mm -hmm. craziness to be honest. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And and we're going to be doing actually another whole podcast talking about 
Christian school, homeschool, public school. So we're really excited about mm-hmm. that and for you to maybe share a little bit more on that. Mm-hmm. But it is cool how, how your kids have, have had that opportunity to share their faith in the public school and uh, in that sphere. So there, uh, as, as we think about this, preparing your kids to share their faith, is there maybe any scripture, any passage of scripture that, that you'd recommend um, for why they should be sharing the gospel, why we should encourage or challenge our, our kids to share the gospel? I think it starts out with just looking at Jesus's example of being the light of the world. And Matthew 5 talks a lot about that, about being salt and light. And I think we just knew early on that we wanted our kids and our family to be a light um, to the people in the school district where our church is as well. Um, yeah. We moved into the district right away when the kids were little and... Um, we wanted them to be a light. We wanted to be a light as a family. There's other mm-hmm. passages that talk about being a light. Ephesians, um, Ephesians 5 and Philippians 2 um, talk about that as well, about shining like stars in, a dark, in the darkness, kind of like Abe mentioned earlier. We knew it was going to be hard, but we felt like God was really calling us mm-hmm. to that. And we just didn't want to protect them from all the evil of the world, but do our best <laughs> to walk through those hard moments with them. Yeah. And we're... Still in the midst of it. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's not like, well, yeah, we're done and we've moved on and we've conquered. I mean, it, we have third, we have five teenagers. One, yeah. one graduated. Yeah, I mean, we're in the middle of it yeah. still. It's still, I mean, as of today, we're having these same conversations, thinking the same way, praying the same way, continually going back to them and like, okay, what are we doing? Where are we at? So it's yeah, it mm-hmm. these verses aren't for like, oh, when they were little. I mean, no, yeah. it's the same mentality now, yeah. right? Going into it. Yeah. Does it get easier or harder as your kids get older? Well, the evil's harder. <laughs> um, I think they have learned to understand. They can really grasp what we're talking about now as older kids and have mm-hmm. a desire to, they have the desire to be the light. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe more so than when they were little and they didn't really know what to say yeah. or how to answer questions and stuff. So in some ways, it's gotten easier, I think. Yeah, you go through each phase. Each phase mm-hmm. is a little bit different. You had more control when they were little. Yeah, right. You could, you could tell them you were the one driving them. You picked who they hung out with. Mm-hmm. You know, now that they're older, they have their license. They have phones. They're on social media. I mean, yeah, there's there's a you start to lose control. Yeah, and you start to pray more. I think like, okay, <laughs> we can't be there. We don't know what's going on. You can't check everything on their phones and yeah. you know yeah. what they're saying. So I think it. As they get older, you really start to see like, okay, where's their heart at? Because yeah. you start, you just don't have the control like you did when they were little, when you could just say, no, you will not. And they're like, okay, I, I don't want to get a spanking or I don't want to <laughs> get, you know, taking stuff taken away from me. And now it's. Or you could control who they would go hang yeah. out with yeah. and sure. whose house they would be playing at. So yeah. that's, that's different now. Yeah. <laughs> and the, as, as parents, the great commission isn't just for you and I, and as a church, it's, it's for our kids too. And so they're, they're living that out. We hope so. Anyway, we teach them when they're younger, mm-hmm. um, especially we keep teaching them as, as teenagers as well, but then, yeah, then you, you start losing some of that control and, and start seeing if they're going to start living on the great commission, Matthew 28, where God calls us to share and be a light and, and salt and all those things. And, uh, yeah, it's exciting to see that and, and sometimes hard and, and disheartening as well. So mm-hmm. it's, I'm sure you guys have yep. experienced all of all of the above. So, here's a question: uh, when when should we expect kids to begin sharing Christ with their friends? Yeah, that 
I, I mean, I think short answer is like if if they profess Christ, if they're they you know they're saying I'm I'm a believer, I've trusted Christ as my personal savior. I mean, that, I think that would be immediate. You would start to have that conversation and say, hey, okay, well. Now we're told to be the salt and the light. Now we're told Romans one sixteen, don't be ashamed of the gospel. So, yeah, it can start when they're very young mm-hmm. because it's that's what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't I don't think there's really a, when they're an age seven years yeah. old. <laughs> okay, now now you have permission to go and share Jesus. Well, we talked a lot about loving our neighbors, and our neighbors yeah. isn't just the people that live next door to us, and yeah. that's any kid in their classroom at school and their teacher and things are hard and kids are mean and say mean things. So, you know, we had plenty of those opportunities mm-hmm. to talk about, okay, how can you love this person on the bus that's being a jerk? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and, and that started early actually. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> and, and trying to explain to the kids like, okay, well they don't know Jesus. Yeah, sure. So what do you expect them to do? Right. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to be mean. They're, they have a sin nature. They have sin thinking. They don't know any different. That's mm-hmm. why they use the language they do. That's why they're mean. That's why they don't act the way that maybe you think they should. Right. Sure. Which was great because you could talk about the, okay, so what's the difference between the two, right? One yeah. is born again. The other was not. So that was always a great conversation to have when they were younger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the depravity of man. You're teaching teaching theology <laughs> practically there. That's awesome. So are there ways that you used to teach your kids to share their faith? Are there things that you did to to train them in that? I think we started off just by reading the Jesus Storybook Bible like mm. over and over again, <laughs> honestly, and just learning the stories of Jesus and how Jesus went off to love the people that, you know, the Samaritan woman and people um, that everybody else didn't want to love. Mm. You know, we used that example mm-hmm. first and foremost, I would say. Yeah, I, yeah, we had the Jesus Storybook Bible. I mean, they would listen to like Adventures in Odyssey when they would mm-hmm. go to bed, oh, yeah. which, which is not like, well, share share your yeah. faith with somebody. But it was it was the Bible. It was in them. Um, you know, in in our children's ministry, they did the verse memorization, mm-hmm. which yeah. was great. That that was something that was expected, and it was, which was really good. You know, mm-hmm. and and to be able to have scripture in their mind. But I would I would really say. Um, and this is kind of a plug for a book by, um, it's called Everyday Talk by John Younts. I read this book several years ago, first mm. when we first started having kids. And the whole idea was not necessarily scheduling like, okay, now we're going to have like family devotional time. Yeah, mm-hmm. It was using, it was the using the moments that God gave you to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that was kind of our philosophy mm-hmm. going into it. So we, we knew we were going to a public school. We knew there were going to be conversations. We knew there were going to be hard conversations and awkward, but we're like, okay, we're going to go there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when the kids would come home or the kids would talk about something, we would go to the gospel. What does that mean? And then they would have situations where like, well, hey, you know, I can remember one of our daughters coming home and just being like, so they asked me why I don't swear and and I said, well, what'd you say? And they're like, well, you know, I'm not supposed to. And <laughs> okay, good answer. Right. But yeah. that's because she was told not to as a little sure. girl, but I'm like, okay, well now how can you, what's the answer that you could maybe have? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I love Jesus and that, you know, mm-hmm. so you could go there. So those were the conversations that we were having more. So like from a training perspective, mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't necessarily like, 
here's here's the here's the formula. Yeah, here's it what was, to say. We didn't tell them exactly what to say. No, or. but in those moments, we would we would have a lot of those conversations, and we would we were even talking about this last night. You know, like like our spot is like in our kitchen around the kitchen island. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. that's where all the conversations happen. <laughs> we kind of people are eating, people are getting stuff. It's kind of crazy and chaotic, but it's like everybody's there. We're all talking, we're all having conversations. Some are involved in the conversations, others are just listening. Yeah. You know, like Lucy, mm-hmm. who's our youngest, you know, we were even saying that last night. She's like she's been around and just is like watching all of this and mm-hmm. listening to this and she's mm-hmm. taking it all in. The good and the bad, right? Like, yeah. okay, I'm not going to do what that brother did or what that <laughs> sister did. Or, brother, come on. Yeah. So that's been, I think that's yeah. been our philosophy and that's kind of how we've approached. Um, and that's what the, the book is that, is just saying, hey, take the things that God gives you and those teachable moments. Mm-hmm. Every day. Because the kids aren't engaged at that point, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They're like, yeah, what do I say? They just made fun of me for going to church. What do I say now? Mm-hmm. They just made fun of me for not swearing or not having a girlfriend or boyfriend. Like, what do I say now? Mm-hmm. Like, why am I living the way I'm living? And that that seems to have engaged them more and mm-hmm. brought them like, this is real. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to go back to school tomorrow and have an answer. So mm-hmm. that's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm hearing there's a foundation of this is what our family does and what we believe and understanding Mm -hmm. kind of that with your reading the Jesus storybook Bible and then moving in toward, okay, we're now we're facing other people who are not doing the same thing as us and bringing it back to a conversation about, okay, what does the gospel say and how, Mm -hmm. how can we answer them? I love it. I think that's a lot easier than we feel like it, it's going to be sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. And taking those teachable moments. I mean, they'll, they'll come up, and uh, taking the time to have those conversations. Um, that's super important. Um, well, that this has been really good. We, we want to allow some time for, for your children to join us. Are there any other, you know, practical tips or um, articles or anything else that, uh, mm-hmm. that has been helpful or, or passages of scripture that, that come to mind surrounding this, this specific topic? Um, I I can't honestly think of like a podcast or whatever, but I I would say like, you know, bedtime is such a great time Mm. to like with your kids reflect on the day and ask them, how did your day go? And, you know, hopefully you're doing that earlier on. Like when I pick up Lucy from school, you know, she may bring up something, but she might not bring it mm-hmm. up then, but usually at bedtime is when they want to talk and stay up till 10 or 11. <laughs> just, all the things start coming out at that moment. And so, um, you know, I would just take the time. Sometimes I would be too tired and didn't want to take the time, but the, the, the nights that I would take time mm-hmm. and listen and really ask her, how'd that make you feel? And, you know, did you pray in the moment or, you know, what did you do? And, and then hopefully, spend some time praying with her over yeah. that situation and praying for those kids that she's really struggling with or um, just trying to give her hope from the word. And mm-hmm. we read Psalms together a lot. Um, and sometimes I just read it over her and, you know, I'll share one or two. And so yeah. anyway, that's great. It's awesome. Yeah. I would, I would say Jesse and I both, I think, you know, it starts with us, right. As the, the parents, like, we've never wanted to be like the hypocritical parent who's yeah. like, well, at church we're one way, mm-hmm. but then when we come home, it's like, well, you don't really, this doesn't really f- match. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so we've tried to lead in that, which I think, you know, mm-hmm. we've made our time with in the word important. Um, 
try to live it out, serve mm-hmm. at church, serve our neighbors, serve people, have people over, be hospitable. I mean, like, so our kids have grown up with that, have seen that it's important to us. Right. So yeah. like, as our kids are saying, okay, it's important to mom and dad, mm-hmm. it probably should be important to us. Right. So right. that's been something that we, has, it's been important to us. Like let's, let's show them how to be a Christian. Mm. Let's live it out in front of them and, and have those conversations, whatever those conversations are. And, you know, sharing the gospel. Okay. Hey, look at, you have an opportunity to be a light in a dark place. Mm -hmm. Like constantly talking about that, praying with them before they go to school. I mean, that's been a thing that Mm -hmm. we do pretty regularly. If we drop them off, like pray for, pray with them on the way. It's a, it's a 30 second prayer. Yeah. You know, (laughs) um, Hey, I'm praying for you. Mm -hmm. Or a verse of scripture that I read that morning. I I might say like, Hey, I don't know if you've heard this first before, <laughs> but this might encourage you today. Yeah. yeah. And I think just that just using the everyday moments yep. to keep pointing them back to the gospel. What are we supposed to be doing? We're supposed to be a light. We're supposed to be sharing the gospel with people and you can use, it doesn't matter where you're at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're seeing sin all around you. Yep. Here's the difference between someone who's light and here's someone who's dark. What does that mean for us? Yep. It's pretty simple. It's just a matter of like engaging yeah. it and Actually doing, doing it. it. Yeah. And following through with it. But it's like, it's in the car. It's at a grocery store. It's, sure. it's everywhere. You're just like. It's Deuteronomy six. Yeah. You see people doing stuff and you're like, what are they doing? You're like, well, they don't know Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why they're doing what they're doing. That's why this happened. I mean, and to me that, I don't know that, that just seems so much more freeing and more natural. And like, this is real life, mm-hmm. not something that's like manufactured or structured necessarily but that's just who we that's who yeah. we are that's what we chose and now kind of we are we not perfect parents <laughs> no <laughs> when are we going to do a podcast perfectly. about that <laughs> failures as parents so like yeah. we would be great at that too because Sweet. we have a lot of stories sounds like we got to have you back yeah. several times <laughs> jesse's like no thank you <laughs> are you sure <laughs> oh this has been great guys thank you thanks so much um like i said i want to allow some time to invite a couple of your kids here. So thanks for joining us and uh, stay tuned listeners. We're going to have a couple of special guests joining us here, Abe and Jesse's kids. All right. Welcome to the podcast. Two of Abe. Welcome and, back well, to welcome, the podcast. Well, Wait, we're listening. This is the same podcast, right? I know, but welcome <laughs> with us to the podcast. Isaac Again. and Claire Miller. Hey. Oh, yes. Here. We are here. Getting fancy. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we thought it would be appropriate and uh, to, to have them as, as part of our guests on this podcast as well to, to answer some questions. And what does that actually practically look like for a student? Um, and you guys have, have uh, well, Isaac is now graduated, but Claire mm-hmm. is about to graduate. Soon. And uh, they've done this. Basically. They've, they've uh, well, and sometimes done well and, and it's sometimes not. And living for Jesus and sharing their faith, and they'll, they'll get into that here. So uh, first question for you guys, and either one really can take it. When did you realize that it was important for you to share your faith with your friends? Claire, okay. go ahead. Great, I'll go first. Um, I mean, we, we've grown around it our whole life. So, I mean, like, it's always been a part of our life of being like, yeah, like, it's important. Like, people need to know that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. Like, it's just, yeah. we've grown up around it. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you remember, was there like a moment where you were like three years old and you're like, oh, I probably need to share Jesus? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I got saved like when I was 10. Yeah. Okay. But it literally wasn't until like, I'm pretty sure like that's last year. Where I was like, no, like, my friends are going to hell. 
Mm. Uh. I'm pretty sure it was from camp because I was like, mm -hmm. they're going to die. And I'm sitting here doing nothing about it. Like I was ashamed to like be like, like I'm a Christian. Like mm. they knew I was a Christian, but like mm -hmm. I wasn't, mm -hmm. like I was showing up. I, I was scared to talk about it. If that makes sense. Like oh. I was just like, I don't want to get like judged. Cause yeah. I know like people don't agree with it. Yeah. So yeah. I was, it was like this last year I was like, no, like I'm really going to push for it. I really want to be like, no, like I do love Jesus and like he is my Lord and savior. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. And that's a real thing and a real fear that, that lots of students feel. And, and adults. And adults, yeah. let's be honest, uh, that, that they may be judged or whatever, but, but God calls us to do it. Mm -hmm. And you were, you've been really obedient this mm -hmm. last year. Um, tell us, maybe, maybe jump in to that right away with um, a friend that you recently were even able to have a Bible study with oh, as yeah. a result of being bold for Jesus. Yeah, so I had a friend, Maddie, from school, from Seidel. Um, she... I brought a church uh, last year for youth group two years ago, I think. And kind of just out of blue, I was just like, you want to come to youth group? Like, you seem interested. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she came. Um, we didn't really talk about that much because I was just like, she, yeah, you came. Like, great. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and I was kind of waiting for her to be like, I want to come again because I don't want to push it on her. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's And good. so then the, this year for cheer, cheer started back up. And she was like, hey, like, what are you doing tonight? And I was like going to like youth group she i'm like <laughs> you want to come with and she goes i've actually been wanting to come and i was like what mm. like why didn't you tell me this and she's like i was just scared like i know like i know like you think about it and i was like i want you to come like oh that's awesome so i brought her back to youth group and then we came back and she was loving it i invited her to girls group we started mm -hmm. up this year um and then yeah we started bible study because i was like she had so many questions mm. Mm. and i was like you are like so curious and I love it. So let's do a Bible study. Yeah. yeah. So we did the, the salvation booklet. She loved it. Super cool. She got saved through that, which is super cool to see her grow. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so that's super cool to see that. Um, I love the applauses. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was super cool to see that. I mean, she still has a lot of questions, but we're going to do the more like Jesus book next. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Super that's cool. Great. That's and that's a cool, and that doesn't always happen. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Uh, in fact, a lot of times it, it's pretty rare that something like that would happen. Mm -hmm. But super cool how God called you to do it. You were obedient, and now we're even able to see some fruit from that mm -hmm. through your obedience of what God has called you to do, yeah. to share the good news of the gospel with your friends. That's so, so cool. So yeah. cool. Isaac, talk. T you talk a little bit about um, when, when you realize or, or the importance of sharing with your friends. Uh, yeah, so I, like, go, I've been going to Sailorville my whole life, so obviously they push the gospel is very important, and, like, you hear stories of people sharing their faith or mm -hmm. people getting saved, and so I've always known it's important to share your faith and to, like, tell people about God and um, just express that to uh, your friends or family that you may not think are saved or whatever, but for me, like, I didn't, like, like fully like understand the importance of it until I would say like like my senior year and like when I graduated like like dude like you gotta like pick this up like you cannot mm -hmm. just be like this lukewarm Christian who's like not living for the Lord like you you claim to be a Christian you claim to like live for Jesus but then your actions aren't backing that up because yeah. you're not because God's calling us to share our faith right yeah and so I was like dude I gotta start doing this so then I started share my faith with uh, my friends and I got really good conversations with uh, two of my really good friends at school and then like 
kids at Salt that I got to talk to, and then even coworkers that I'm just yeah. like, dude, I don't care anymore. Like, they mm-hmm. need to know because their soul is more important than what they think of me. Oh, and what they good. what they think of me does should not matter because eternity is so much more important. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen any fruit of those conversations? Yeah, I've had, had a lot of people. I have a few guys come to Salt with yeah. me, which is really cool, and then other guys I've met with. Um, but no one has gotten saved. So Claire's yeah. gotten that super, super <laughs> cool experience of seeing somebody. God and not yet. Them and not stuff. yet. We're, we're not promised that people will be saved, but right. we are, yeah. we are called to be faithful in, in spreading the seed, right? The, the parable that's of the seed. sower mm-hmm. and sharing the, the word, but we're not promised that, that that seed's going to land on fertile soil, um, that, and going to take root, but but we're called to be faithful regardless. So, mm-hmm. um, super cool. And I remember that, that summer, right before your senior year, you were really on fire. Like, man, I, I've done this some, but I haven't done it to what the extent that I know I should. And you were just on fire. It was awesome. And, and going into your senior year, I know, I know you took some opportunities there. Super cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. So as you've become more bold in sharing your faith, have you faced any persecution from friends at school or work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, persecution is kind of a, I, w- I don't know if it's, uh, I want to know if you say loaded. Yeah. Like persecu- <laughs> Maybe that's too harsh of a word. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like persecution here compared to like sure. somewhere overseas, like our persecution is like getting made fun of. Like yeah. you know? nothing. Yeah. Right, it's like it's like nothing or people are actually dying for right. their faith. Like right. What? Um, but I don't know. I think persecution would would probably become from school just because mm-hmm. people either don't understand what you're talking about or they think you're weird or mm-hmm. goofy because you're different. I mean, you're not like everybody else. And so you, you think different, you talk different. Yeah. I know Claire, you've had opportunities yeah. like that. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. I've had a couple of th- um, situations where I was like, um, I've just been like, I was like talking about Jesus and then they'd be like, Oh, Claire, like would Jesus be like, would he be proud of you? And I'm like, yeah. Like, Oh, and then they're like, I like, we like do something stupid. And they're like, now what would Jesus think? And I was like, are you, are you kidding me right now? Like, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd get frustrated, but I'm like, okay, I'm just not going to say anything. Like, mm. I'm going to love you no matter what. Yeah. I mean, it's just hard. Cause I'm like, I want to be loving, Yeah. but I also have to be hard sometimes. Cause I'm like, no, like you need Jesus. Like, right. it's not like a, I'm joking. Like this is like for fun. Like it's more like your soul is like literally it's your life. Like it's mm-hmm. on the line mm-hmm. and you know, they're not realizing. So I'm just like, it's just it's it's really sad to see because they're turning like I'll talk about it and they just like turn it like turn it down and I'm like yeah okay mm-hmm. or, or turn it into a joke or yeah. turn it against you mm-hmm. or something in some ways they're they're kind of holding your feet to the fire maybe in some in some ways and saying yeah. hey expecting you to live the way that you say you're gonna live mm-hmm. so that's I think that's good pressure but but they may turn that and yeah. in a sarcastic way. Um, and, and use that against you. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a level of persecution that, that I think more and more students are going to see um, through, you know, it's like, like Isaac was saying, you're not facing going to jail or, or dying right. or yeah, something. It's, like it's made nothing. Fun of. It's literally um, nothing. But, but there is that fear of being made fun of or sitting alone oh, yeah, at the totally. lunch table. Oh. Well, and yeah, it's not sure. easy. No. You know, it's not easy to share your faith. That's what you're saying. That's yeah. hard. Yeah. And it's difficult. So this is a parenting podcast. So speaking to the parents and thinking about your own parents, are there some ways that your parents encouraged you when you were trying to share your faith or encouraged you to share your faith even when it was hard? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like I would, I remember 
like especially in middle school and high school and kind of when I was like, I wouldn't say I was like super dedicated to following the Lord yet, but like I would have conversations with my friends and I'd, they'd ask me questions about like evolution or like, I don't know, just random stuff. And I'd be mm-hmm. like, I have no idea how to answer this. So I'd go home <laughs> and like talk to my parents, kind of like how they were talking, like in the moment. Um, so I'd ask them like, Hey, what do you think about this? And they'd give their best answer. Then I would, I would use that because mm. I didn't, at the time I didn't, like, that's all I knew yeah. was what my parents told me. Yeah. And so I'd take that and use it and go talk to my friends. Uh, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. But then as I've gotten older, like I've kind of just had my own knowledge, I guess yeah. you could say. But yeah, I mean, you, I like looking at my parents, like they set a really good example of meeting with people and talking to people and like every day they were in the word um, regardless of what was going on. And so they set a really good example and a really good tone yeah. of what um, a Christian should look like day to day, regardless of what's going on. And so um, I think they encouraged me a lot. Um, and defending your faith is something that you're never going to like be like insanely good at just because mm-hmm. like you can't like, especially for parenting, like, there's no way they can prepare you for every single circumstance that you're right. going to come across or every single conversation. It's just things that come up and then the parent, our parents were just ready and there and willing to answer, willing to give advice. And yeah, yeah I mean, kind of like what he's saying, like I, I, we've grown up around it. So like we've seen it like all our lives. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, honestly, like the parents, how they're acting and how they're portraying Christ is like what the kids are seeing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like if the kids aren't seeing it and, their parents and they're not going to follow their parents. It's like they're, yeah. it's like a mother duckling. Like you're going to follow the mother duckling. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like Isaac was saying, he was, um, it's kind of like a, we're like, our parents always encouraged us to do like read our Bibles, like go to church. But, like now as we're older, it's more like our choices. Mm-hmm. So like you mm-hmm. say, like, it's not just, yeah, your parents can't force you to do stuff. It's more of like, they're going to show you like the basics and then it's your choice. Mm-hmm to follow after mm-hmm. yeah right because it's, it's our faith it's yeah your, making your faith your own yeah. so exactly. it's not it's not our parents faith right yeah that we're following and our yeah. our parents never pushed that on us either like yeah. okay if you want to like if you want like they still love us like there was times where i like i was not following jesus at all like i was mm-hmm. completely living mm-hmm. for the world and doing my own thing and they yet they still loved me and they still were encouraging me and pushing me um but even through that time like yeah they were they were yeah. really solid, but it was it was always like our they they wanted it to make they wanted us to make our faith our own yeah mm-hmm. which is something that the Bible talks about and yeah absolutely yeah. how did uh, just pivoting a little bit how did the church encourage you or or challenge you to live on mission to to share your faith similar to to what you're talking about with your parents how did the church help you and encourage you. Um, our church is a gospel-centered church, so, I mean, we've, they'd always say, like, there was, there's always stories of, like, people getting saved, people being baptized, mm. awesome, cool stories of people, or God working in people's lives. So, I mean, um, the church has always pushed of, like, following Jesus, so, I mean, being able to see examples and seeing Christ working people's lives has been super cool and is able to help, I mean, me especially, of, like, okay, here's how some ways I can help, or listen or follow yeah yeah that yeah. is a cool thing we have here at sailor real to be able to watch so many people get oh, baptized sure. and hear yeah. their stories yeah yeah and even like with youth group um like the youth group in and of itself is a community of students 
and you're all kind of going through the same stage of life at mm -hmm. the same time. Yeah. And so like, you'll see kids a little older than you who are like sharing their faith and like meeting with people and like, dude, that's so cool. Like, yeah. I, like, I want to be like that. Like for me, it was, mm. I don't know if it was Cole McClintock or someone, but like he was always up front singing and being a super great example. And like, Oh dude, like I would love to do that. So I think mm. as the church, like youth group, especially like the community of kids and seeing other kids follow God and like what you see that and like you want to follow that yeah and you want to be a part of that but even yeah like Claire was saying like you hear people getting saved or people meeting with people and so our church as a whole is a really good example and a really good encouragement to to push your faith and uh share the gospel and that's really good uh, kind of on the of the other end of the spectrum is there anything that you wish maybe the church would have or, or could have done better or we can do better in the future or uh, something you wish your parents would have done better in, in encouraging you or challenging you. Um, again, it's not like just throw the church and your parents on the bus, but we want to, we want to get better. We really right. do. We yeah. want to, how can we help future students or, or kids uh, and parents that are listening to this? How can they encourage their students and maybe do, do better even than your parents did? even though they did a fantastic job. <laughs> they did. They did do a great job. <laughs> they did do a good job. You got that? I don't know. Yeah. I, um, man, it's hard because like, like obviously I wouldn't be the guy I am today without what happened. Like with, with the things that happened, happened for a reason. And so yeah. like to say, Oh, I wish I did, did something different. Like, I don't know. I feel like it'd be something, somebody else, but mm. I don't know. It's, uh, would they have done better? Is that the question? Like yeah. What, what, they what could they have done better? better or what could the church have done better to help support you, challenge you along these lines? I don't know. Well, I, I'm going to say something that they did very well at. If that's, sure. that's, that's the exact opposite <laughs> of what I'm asking. <laughs> Go right. ahead. Well, right, you right, can't right, think of anything. I can't think of anything. That's um, actually probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah. I think they, they loved us even when we weren't living for the Lord. Yeah, and they still encouraged us even when we we weren't we weren't saved quote unquote yet. Like saved is like um like you it, it's hard because like you can say you're saved, but then your your actions and how you live totally like depends on how you back that up. Yeah, if that makes sense. The fruit that comes out the of fruit, your life, right? Yeah. And so like we as a young age, like we would say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm saved. Like at, I don't know, ten, eleven. Yeah. But then like there wasn't fruit until like. 17, 18, 19, like for me. And yet yeah, my parents still loved me and they still encouraged me and they still pushed me and they still asked, hey, are you in the word? Or hey, are you doing this? Are you meeting with people? Like they just, they never forced it on us and they never made it a, a priority, but they wanted us to make it our priority ourselves. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I couldn't think of anything that yeah, would be I different. Mean, Claire's got something. I She's ready. I try. Um, I honestly think the church does a really good job of, um, putting a good example out there and like showing us what it's like to follow Jesus. Um, my parents, again, they did an amazing job. I really wouldn't change anything about it. One thing I would say we're is still, we're still living with them, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't left yet. Don't want to get kicked they're out. Still, they're still still in the nest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I'd say though is memorizing scripture. Like I know, like for Shine, like there's like the scripture, but like I would literally do it just for to get candy, which I mean every kid does that. Yeah. But like as I'm older, like I wish I, I wish they had to push that because. Mm. I mean, I was talking to my mom last night about it. Cause I was like, I've literally, I've, I've just 
I've always had like the want to memorize scripture, but I didn't put in the effort. Mm. And it wasn't until like this last year where I like, like we'd like at church, we'd have like conversations and like, I wouldn't know the answer. Mm. And it was frustrating. Cause I'm like, no, like I want, like, I want to know that. Yeah. I would just like agree. I'd be like, um, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, no, like, so like it was like this last year. I was like, no, I'm going to put in forth the effort and actually memorize the scripture and actually understand what I'm reading That's and learning. Good. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. Challenge your students, challenge your kids, uh, to, to memorize scripture, mm-hmm. to get into God's word on their own. And I've heard you and, and allow them to fail. Mm-hmm. Um, allow them to fail at times and then walk them through that, which you've said several times. Um, speaking of failure, Romans one sixteen says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. That's what we're talking about. Not being ashamed and sharing your faith. Were there times that you can think of in your life where you wish you would have been more bold? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's Many times. <laughs> Take us to maybe just in a, in a minute or less, just share a, a quick story that, that comes to mind where it's like, you know, I was on the bus or I was at school and I, I should have stood up for, for what was right and, and I didn't do it. Uh, yeah, I, there's tons of opportunities that I could have taken or I saw that it was like an opportunity like that I could have, yeah, I could have just been more bold and I didn't take and that's to my shame um I think that there's a there's a few that I can think of but they mainly revolve around like people bring up God or just a God Mm -hmm. or like death even yeah um and like in my head like oh I know like, like I know where I'm going when I die I know where I'm going like what what's after this and I know what who God is and what he is and I I would just sit there and like just listen mm. and not even like mm-hmm. bring anything up when like literally I could tell them the hope that they have in God and like what God did for them and what is after death. And I yeah. just sat there and listened and it's like, oh, yeah. And that's important. I think, I think it is important to listen because sometimes we can be so bold and, and so abrasive that we're not listening or paying attention. But, but yet when you see those moments mm-hmm. in a tactful way, do it. Right. Yeah. Follow Take God's it. leading in that yeah. moment and, and say, you know, I want to talk about death and man, I, I know where I'm going when I die and, and just naturally share those types of things. That's awesome. Claire, you had something? Yeah. Um, actually in school one day, my, um, physical science teacher is a Christian mm-hmm. and she leads FCA. Um, my parents help lead with our group. Um, but we actually had a conversation. I don't know how the conversation got brought up, but we were in class one day and I was saying next to one of these girls or two of these girls and I'm pretty sure death got brought up mm. and they're like, oh, like I'm scared for death. And I was like, oh, well, why is that? I, I don't know what they said, but I was like, I kind of sat there and I was like, is this a good, like, is this a good time? Mm. Like class, like you're with, yeah. Oh. So then my teacher was literally like the whole class like, was not listening to her at all. And she's like, we're like up in the front of the room. And she like leaned over and like joined in the conversation mm. in the middle of class. And I was like, <laughs> so I mean, I, I should have stepped in yeah, because she was the one who was talking, but I was just like listening. Cause I was like, like that's cause they're like bringing up like, um, how did Jesus get here? How did the world evolve? Like all those questions. And she was just yeah. like naming them off. And I was just, I was just listening. Yeah. But like, I wish I would have been like, no, like here's how. And like, Jesus has your hope. Like, yeah. So yeah. That's amazing. Last word from Isaac. Oh yeah, I was. I just wanted to say like, like hearing 
like obviously we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. You're yeah. gonna mess up. You're gonna make mistakes. You're not gonna take opportunities that they were there. Yeah. But like, as I've gotten older and I've realized that those opportunities that I've missed, like, I I don't want to take those again. Like, yeah. I don't want to miss those opportunities again because those those opportunities that I missed back in middle school and high school, like, I don't talk to those people ever. I'm never gonna see them again. Mm-hmm. And so like that that could have been like a segue to like. I don't know them coming to church or them getting saved now that that's passed. Yeah. And so like now as I've graduated, like I've, I've been taking those opportunities more and more and obviously I'm not perfect. I still don't take some just because I am in my nature prideful and don't get hurt what people think of me and stuff. But sharing your faith is not rocket science. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it, 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 it sounds like it's like a super hard thing, but but it's not, you're literally just saying like, Hey, this is what I believe in. They either take it or leave it. Yeah. And that, that's all you can do. And So learn from your past experiences yeah. and then be bold in the future. Right. Yeah. Don't sit in that shame. Yeah. Learn do it. not be ashamed. Do something different. Yeah. That's Amen. great. Amen. Romans one sixteen. great verse to memorize. Boom. I'll there learn you go. memorize it. There you go. <laughs> well, thank you so much for uh, listening to this podcast, uh, this episode of the Parenting Podcast. Thank you, Isaac. Thank you, Claire. Yeah, it's been fun. This yeah, has been thank awesome. You. Thanks for joining us. Uh, special thanks to Abe and Jesse as well for joining us here. Ooh, good job. Yeah. Oh, should we do the clap? <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> there. Uh, again... Uh, as always in this podcast, we'll provide some f- a few, few uh, further resources that relate to today's topics. We'll put those in the show notes and uh, check those out for yourself. Take advantage of those. And uh, we hope you'll join us for our next podcast in March, Lord willing. Uh, our topic is Easter, preparing our family to celebrate Easter. We're going to talk about how to prepare your family to celebrate Easter. So we'll hope you join us next time. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.